<laughs> sure. Well, okay, okay. How about this? If because we can go along with that, it's not like that's a wrong answer by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. So if that were the case, what would you want to say? Just like, what's a question that you have, or what, you know? Well, honestly, I how much is a brick? There's just there's just a lot of absolute hiding on. Ever I get one gig, several follow. to the any last words pod my name is keon aka almighty the dj and i stamp that name because i get these gigs <laughs> after you just after the last time you came on here in the story you told about that that dj does which is wild uh and my name is earl lonnie hooks a very very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALWPod on Instagram. Still, the God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Yeah, okay, so go ahead, talk about no, it. No, so what's interesting is that I thought about talking about how the universe seems to align with my gigs. Oh, we've already talked about that. I'm like, you know what? Now I'm starting to get a little superstitious about it. Maybe I shouldn't say anything about well, it at all well, on here. Well, you already have now, but do you, I'll you mean the, you just I'll, don't want to go I'll into leave detail? These niggas hanging. You don't want to get <laughs> Um it is I mean it's it's a weird it it's is. a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Okay. Because nah, there's never any connect Well, go ahead. You say it first. Yeah. All right. So, look. I don't have gigs like every single week. Sometimes I go months without having gigs, but when they do pop up, they come in bunches for some reason. I don't understand. And and it's not always like something that, oh, well, you know, there's a holiday coming up. So maybe somebody's going right. to do something the, the weekend before or that weekend or the weekend after. You know what I'm saying? It's just random stuff because I have a gig next week, October 1st. There's nothing going on. It's just a day. But however, so I found out the, the gig I'm doing next week, I, I um, booked it yesterday. And, you know, I told myself, I was like, usually gigs, whenever I get one gig, I just get a bunch, two, three, four of them just follow. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what? If I start thinking ahead, telling myself, oh, yeah, it's going to happen again, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I lied because somebody hit me up today about a gig the weekend after next weekend. Um, I'm not going to be able to do it. I handed that off to um, my good friend, DJ Montana. I think I spoke about her oh. on the last pod. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's just so interesting. Like, I don't know what the magic is behind it, but whenever I get one gig, several follow. This nigga got the type of contact list. He can hand a gig off. Well, it's, uh. I mean, to, to, to her credit, she does the same. Uh, go ahead. Same. Go ahead and eat Montana. <laughs> she, does, eat. she she would absolutely do the same. We we have a little little partnership. Yeah, Teamwork makes a dream work. It's just weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, and I call you every single time it happens, just so like somebody else has to witness this. Somebody else has to help me make some sense of this. Because it's just so crazy how that happens all the time. Someone told me the other day that there are a bunch of planets in retrograde. What is, what does that mean? Now, now, don't get me wrong. I have seen people say, seen like people tweet this, say it, but I, I never don't looked know, it up. I don't, I don't know, know what it means. Fucking thing about the cosmic forecast, right? I have no idea what's going on out there. But you trying but, to tell me you ain't look it up? 
Yeah, no, I most certainly did not. Oh. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't put enough stock into astrology okay. to okay. like okay. to like to give it time of the day. I just nah, I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, but it's just, I say that because it's interesting to me about what people are superstitious about and what mm. they're not, mm. right? Like, like I've known of someone to go to psychic huts and try and and have this person tell them get the palms right to, well no because the, the this motherfucker ain't reading the palms like they're talking to angels and saying the angels oh. are saying this and like that's the way that conversation wow. is going so okay. they're talking to like some entities right and now this psychic is telling the person what these entities are saying and what how they need to go about life and who they need to cut off and who they signed a soul contract with okay. before they came into this life mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff like that. But when you talk to them about like afterlife, like like heaven or hell, they're just like, ah, I don't know. That seems a bit like that seems a bit much. <laughs> okay. And, and it's like, okay, like that's interesting that that's what, like that's where your cut, that's where off, the cut is. off is. And so, but this person is heavily into astrology as well. Like they'll tell you, oh, some shit was in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Fucking planets are moving around, the stars aren't aligned, whatever the fuck the case is. Is that what it maybe that's what it means? The stars no, you just no, you're just saying No, that. now I'm just saying things. Okay, okay. But but what it but the the reason I bring any of this up is because for a second you're thinking, maybe I ought not say anything about this. Cause I don't want to fuck up whatever it's just it's just too coincidental. Cosmic alignment. Just, I don't know what it is, but it's like I don't know. But do you ever feel that way about anything bad? Because it's funny, because I don't think I've I've heard you speak much about superstition. Oh, I'm not. I'm not super. Like I'm not. Super, You're not super superstitious. Yeah, I'm not super superstitious. Like not even to the point where I could tell you right now what I'm superstitious about. Like there might be some little quirky, weird, you know, minute things. Do you out wear there. like a certain pair of socks every time your football team's about no, to play? Like, no. there, there, so there's no sort of ritual no. that you need to do. No. Okay. I just turn on the TV and okay. watch it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, I don't know. You've seen that commercial. It's like a Bud Light commercial or something like that and be like, it's only weird yeah. if it doesn't work or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. People yeah. have a lot of superstitions. And I, I know you love sports and football. Yeah. So no, I I'm not like that. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just with this whole gig thing. It's just, it's so, I'm still wrapping my head around it, I guess. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, Damn, maybe I should just not say anything so it can just keep happening the way that it's been happening. And again, one is it well, the one that you're definitely doing is a baby shower, you said? Yeah, it's a baby shower. Um and, I and you said that's a, a giggable uh type of yeah, event. I mean, these yeah, days. I yeah, I, it's a giggable type <laughs> of event. I have seen <clears throat> excuse me. I have seen some some baby showers that, you know, have DJs at them, but I don't think that that always used to be the case. Yeah, probably not, but and like this is at some like uh some sort of uh you know, uh, community center. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to going to baby showers and just be at the at Well, house. first and foremost, you know, like I, I get it's a celebration about the baby. The baby's not going to, it's just like birthday parties for babies. Like baby, like one year old, two year old, three year old, like the motherfuckers will never, you remember your second year old birthday party? No. Your third year old? No. Fourth? No. Fifth? I don't know. Six? No. Seven? No. See, see what I'm saying? So like, there's a point where like the shit does like, I mean, pictures, 
Yes. Pictures are nice. Yes. But th- that child is never going to fucking remember, I mean, especially of, the baby shower, right? Because it's not course, there yet. Because it's it's really about having a good time, which is why I think it's a giggable event, because it's really just about getting okay, people together okay, and getting okay. drunk and having a good time and listening. Oh, to yeah. Oh, and it's like St. Patrick's Day and every fucking thing else that people don't know where it originated. You just fucking you just get drunk together in America or wherever you do it. So one of the things that I always ask or I try to ask and hey, and um. Shout out to Bridget. Her name's Bridget. Um, she's an event planner that I've been in contact with for probably the last three, four years now. Um, and, you know, I probably talk to her maybe once, twice a year, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I did a gig for her a couple years ago at a Busboys and Poets um, mm. in a, up, uptown in D.C., um, like a graduation party. Um, and she hit me up yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And I just love how people just keep me in mind like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. So shout out to her for keeping me shout in mind. Shout out to Bridget. Shout out to Montana. The Montana. Shout out to all the stars and, 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 and planets out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all of them. Shout out to the Washington football team. What? <laughs> they we're a part of the conversation too, the commanders, right? Yes, the commanders. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all of those people. So how have you been, man? Well, you, you've been gone for three weeks now. Yeah. What's um, going on? Again, oh yeah, I didn't I forgot to run down the list. Well, first was Chris. Yeah. Right, that I had on here. Well, not first, but going backwards mm-hmm. was Chris, the world traveler. Yes. Awesome, super awesome guy. Really, really pleasant conversation him and I had. Uh we spoke about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. One before <laughs> him was Ayeli. Which I, I yes Ayele yes uh, who came on here to to put her foot in my ass uh, and then and then the one before that was Bella and I, I think you may have seen some of her videos yeah. too she's yeah. just a lot of a lot of high energy uh-huh. and a lot of ideas and uh-huh. opinions and so that's what I've been up to for the last yeah. few weeks yeah <laughs> that's what I've been up to um, so some updates in my life um, I told you I got like a part time job. Just to, yeah, just because you yeah, cause just because I'm a, you get them because I, I, I be working because you get them. You have a full time job, a part time job. You're also part time student. Yes, yes, I am full time job, part time job, part time student. Uh, yeah, a lot of things <laughs> happening in life right now. <laughs> but um, so I got a part time job back in retail. Yes, I did that. I did go back to retail. Um, but let me tell you something. I like it and I like it a lot because I'm not in charge. It's not, okay. I, I, I'm not in charge. Um, and I, cause I'll be listening to like my managers, right. Yeah, or my manager, I've worked at a couple different stores. One just opened That's the one that I'm working at. Um, another one is just another store nearby that just kind of needed some help. But I'll be talking to my man, to the managers and, you know, a lot of these managers just seem to be like, like do it they just seem to be real like <laughs> uptight about the job like okay not you know i don't want to go as far as to say like it's stressing them out but just very just i don't know like oh no like it's gotta you know uh, i know some yeah. managers like that stress the fuck out um but so one of them is probably stressed out the other one not so much um but man i was i was working like on like this past sunday i just worked a morning shift a little quick morning shift and um, you know, I go in there, and the guy, the guy, uh, the manager, we're gonna call him Fernando. Okay. For uh, for the story's purposes, and 
so Fernando's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, we're doing pretty good today. Like, you know, we, you know, we need to make a little, you know, we need to make like another thousand dollars. You know, our goal is like 2000 today, but you know, we're at about 1000 right now. So, you know, we're, you know, making good pace. And he was like, but last Sunday, man, like, I wasn't here, you know what I'm saying? It was just just the people, you know, you know, some of the, the people that work there. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not saying names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he was like, but they only did like four hundred dollars. So you know, when I came in, to, when I came in, um, like that Monday, you know, like the district manager, she's like all in my ear, like, you know, like what's going on? Like what's what? Like what happened? Like they only made four hundred dollars. Like what's 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 happening? Like the traffic was up, like because they have like a little there's a little thing that sits on top of the door that tracks mm, people coming in and out, right? Sends a report to the people that get those reports, and um. And yeah, so, you know, she can see like, oh, you know, a lot of people came in, mm-hmm. but y'all only made this much money. Right. And I was like, you know, what is, what's going on? Like, are there, are there, are there sales pitches? Are there, are they not, are they not good? Uh, are you, are you, are you training them? Mm-hmm. Like, are you, are, you know, are you doing some, uh, are you doing any role play? Mm-hmm. Like what's, what's, what's happening? Like what's going on? And, you know, he's just, he's just like, oh my goodness. Like, I, like I just got in here. Like, let me, <laughs> let me look into it. Let me look into it. I don't miss that shit at all, my nigga, at all. I do not. I don't miss any of the bureaucracy mm. that comes with with these corporate environments. I don't miss none of it, mm. dog. None of it. They can have that shit. I just be in there folding t-shirts and saying hello to people. Yeah, opening up dressing rooms and shit. Just, just doing you know normal what I'm nigga shit, and and it feels so fucking good. Like, and I just be, I was, I was, I worked uh, last night, and you know, I'm talking to my boss, and so like the buzzer goes off, meaning somebody at the back door, and you know, I'm just like, I just start to walk, and I was like, yeah, I'll go get it, and she's like, you can't do that, and I look at her, and I'm like, okay. And she was like, "Yeah, only managers can open the back door." And she was like, "You, you just." She was like, "You see, you, you too used to being a manager." Like, yeah. And I was like, "Damn," because I didn't think twice about that right, shit. Right, right. Oh, exactly. I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'll go get it." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna just go back there, open the door. I'm gonna get get whatever the nigga got, and I'm gonna come back. Right. She's <laughs> like, "That is not your function here, nigga. If you don't go fold the pants." <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I was just like, damn, nigga, like, if you don't get back over there and work on your sales pitch, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, it just kind of like, I understand, like, not, threw not, me for a loop not, for a not second. wanting the responsibility, like, not missing the responsibility yeah, of yeah. someone that has um, to manage. See, the, and that's the thing. I, I don't, I'm, I'm responsible. Right. I'm a responsible person. But I just don't want to do it in that capacity. You, you want to be responsible for you. Yes. And you only. Yes. And in my my main job, I am. Right. And boy, I fucking love working here. Yeah. I love working here. When you do what, like, it's just your output, your production is just on the merit of you. Yes. It's and just, I know I'm going to get it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was... um. I was telling my lady something the other day, um, and I don't know if I've talked with you about this or not, but there's just, there's something about just having the freedom that I have at my job right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, you know, just right. some of the, the extra freedom that comes with being the boss, yes. being in charge. Yes. Um, and I was like, I really, really appreciate 
having that. And I think that I appreciate it even more because I know that I'm not going to squander it or fuck it up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Whereas someone else could appreciate that because they know it just gives them the opportunity to slack off more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that is very, very true. There's yeah. two ways to appreciate it, yeah. but I think my appreciation is much higher right. because I operate with integrity. Yeah, that's you know very true. Yeah, Some people definitely do take those positions because they know it's a cushier, more plush yeah. sort of job. Like, you, like you're not doing, and <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I have definitely been reaping the benefits of these things. Like uh-huh. I, I've, oh, you got to. I've really understood about myself, maybe at this time, maybe at this age, that I'm much more uh, gung ho, I should say, about using my mind to delegate work and get things done in an efficient, effective manner than I am being the one to do the heavy lifting mm-hmm. and having to go do all the actual manual yeah. labor, you know, to get in there with the people so that your troops understand you, you, you can be here with them and be in the trenches, mm-hmm. but to do the bulk of it. Mm-hmm. No, I like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. And there is a great appreciation about that. Just being able to take a step back mm-hmm. and oversee what's going on and delegate work properly and delegate personalities and mm-hmm. talents and skills mm-hmm. properly mm-hmm. so that things do go well. Mm-hmm. But like you just, you sit back and as we were talking about, just have much more liberty to just, if I want to just fucking walk out and, and walk the grounds or something like that, that's up to me. I can, <laughs> I can, I can go do that if I want yep. to. Like I don't have a direct handler. Right. That is just there talking about, hey, did you finish this? Did you get this done? Where are you at? Like, no, like that's just that's just not yeah. the case. And you know, you know, I, R.I.P. to your nigga. I guess that's that's going through this at work, but I don't go through what he's going through. Uh-huh. And maybe at some point I will. But if you do a good enough job, right? Like maybe if he was doing. If he was well, helping him with the sales pitches and the role plays, it wouldn't be going that way. I don't I don't know what's going on in that store. He also just he's only been there about two weeks. So we uh, gotta give him a little uh, uh, gotta give shit. him a little bit of leeway. Oh man, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, the last thing that I, I but this is just me in general. And you know, this has been something that's been coming up for me in life, mm-hmm. right? I do not repeat, do not like being bothered. Mm -hmm. I really, really don't. (laughs) I don't bother other people. I don't, I I, I don't expect things from people. I don't tell people. Well, I was talking about this with Chris on the last episode. One, I don't think that people owe me things. So I'm not waiting around for them to come do something for me. uh, Unless we have some sort of agreement that you're supposed to come do something for me. Right. Right. And even in that case, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I don't bother people. I don't I, I don't try to encroach upon their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is they like to do for whatever reasons, that's going to be what they like to do. It is my decision whether I like to be a part of that or not, right? But I don't be trying to tell people, hey, you need to change this thing for me, mm-hmm. right? You can change it for you. Like if, if I tell you something about yourself that, and maybe you haven't been paying attention to it. And then you figure out, oh, shit, thank you for telling me that thing. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to do that thing. I should change. You're changing because 
I presented you with an idea of something that you do that you do not want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. So you're going to change that thing for you, not for me. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you can change things. But I'm never asking people, yo, change for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's just never the case. I don't bother people. I'm not the type of people to bother people when they sleep. I that that <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's a whole thing. Chris also in the last one, he's a prankster. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that whole sleeping around someone when you drunk type of prankster. Oh, like he he the type of nigga to like throw, like just stick a dildo on your head or something. Oh yeah, for sure. He'll he was draw he was, like a penis on your face. He was saying yes, yeah. Those the penises on the face definitely happen. Uh, back in Venezuela, he said that they'd be dropping like, like egg whites in the back of your pants. So then like. You wake up the next morning and just feel like a bunch of like goo by your asshole and be like, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on, man? Like, what happened? Is he still like on that shit like right now? Like today? <laughs> like, uh, I, they, it probably, I mean, as far as pranking, yeah, I don't know if it goes as far as dropping egg whites in the back of your pants so you think someone fucked you in the ass that night. But no, I just. Oh, is that what that's for? Yeah. That's what that's supposed to represent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, like you, like you just feel like some goo or whatever, and you wipe it, and you just have some white goo. I'm just trying to it's think. Like, of, what the fuck is? I'm this? just trying to think of the thought process <laughs> of somebody that wants to do that to someone else. Like, because obviously you find it funny. It's definitely but, funny. But I would never do it. Yeah, but it's not like funny enough for me to actually to go, go through, through with it. Like to go through the steps. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like you crack an egg, you get all you gotta get, get all, the yolk get out. The, get all the yolk out of it, and what you just save it till a nigga fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like save it. First of all, I think you wait until the person's sleeping and then the prank starts okay. to come to your oh, you mind. Know, okay, yeah. That, that, like, that makes oh, more go sense. Go get an egg. Go get an egg. Yeah, yeah. It's that type of thing. All right, man. I, hey, whatever, but, whatever floats y'all boat, man. But, but the point <laughs> is just I don't like being bothered, right? I, I really, really don't. And so in order for that to not be the case, I try my best to be the best person I can be so that people don't bother me. So when it comes to my job, I try to get shit done expeditiously. Mm -hmm. Right. So all that stuff that people wait days and days or a week to get done paperwork like I knock all that shit out every single day. Like I'm getting things done. I'm, I'm going to do the role plays. I'm going to have the little the little post shifts. You know what I mean? Where we sit and talk about things that could get better and how we felt about this and what numbers are going up, what numbers are down, what comments are coming in, all that sort of stuff. I don't want people hitting my phone or emailing me, asking me, none of that shit that they was asking that dude. What's going on over there? Are you talking to him? What, 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 I don't know. I, I'm, I'm seeing the traffic. It's on the computers. The numbers is up. Oh, yeah. So like, Earl, what's going I don't want none of that. And you so gotta, far, it hasn't been the case. You have an official work email? Indeed. Yes, sir. Oh, this nigga <laughs> made it. <laughs> yes, is sir. That, is that, that's what does it if you have an official work email? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, don't contact me through my Gmail account. <laughs> yeah, no, like this this is this and that's that. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting job. It's interesting space and I did not know how much I was going to enjoy it. And what's funny is I was just having like not a dinner, but it was a hangout the other night with uh -huh. a bunch of these international students that came to to work with us for the summer and then they all just went back to their respective countries. Mm -hmm. And I was out at a hangout like a few nights ago. Look, can I ask you a question? Yep. 
why did they come to here to work? Now, I get I get that, you know, your job's a very high profile location, but are, do they plan on going to school? Does some, it, is that intertwine at all? Yeah, I mean, because they are students. Like, so some of them go to school for hospitality and management, uh-huh, uh-huh. which would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Other people, they just found their way into this system or this, this project, I should say, because it's a trip to America. Okay. And it ultimately costs about $3,000 to come do. And, who, they, who are they paying? Uh, I believe they pay like a company. Okay. So I, I was... Okay. And, and then they're able to come out here. Okay. No. I was like, don't tell me they paying y'all no, to come here and work for y'all. No, no. Then Yeah. Then they come here and they get like cheaper housing... Okay. Out in like nice areas, they uh-huh. get cheaper housing. Some people in through the company put them up actually, mm-hmm. and and so they do that and they make the money back and then some. Yeah, but a lot of them hear a lot of stories about America, so they they come here thinking it's going to be one thing, and then they go back like, oh, actually, fuck that place. <laughs> one one of the main things is, th- it seems to be a general consensus that we're fake. That a lot of our mannerisms, a lot of our pleasantries and niceties, right, are exactly that. It's just a pleasantry. It's just me being pleasant to you or nice to you is simply to do that thing, right? With but not it, with, because you actually feel it in your heart? Yeah. not not. I'm not going to say, hey, how are you today? Because I really want you to stop in your tracks, look at me, and tell me about your day. Like, that's not what you're expecting when people say, hey, man, what's going on? How's your day? Like, you don't expect to actually stop and have a conversation and they're really inquiring about your life. Uh In some of these other places, that's what people do when they talk to you like they're about to like they're about to talk to you Uh because otherwise they just they just won't bother you. Like, they just won't say anything. Is there another word other than fake that we could use for this? Uh, Is that? Well, I mean, I mean, that's why I said pleasantries and niceties, because those things are nice and they're pleasant. Like, like they they are that. It's not like that's necessarily fake. And you, this was another thing we talked about a lot on the last episode that Chris and I talked about is the whole honesty thing. We're not like you're not just walking around being completely honest every time anyone asks you a question about anything. Right. Sure. Right. Like there's there are things you're omitting from certain answers. Right. Due to maybe you don't want to talk about it due to maybe you and I don't have that relationship for me to be answering the question with my full heart, whatever Mm. the case is. So the fake thing, you're right, it is it is weird, Mm. although you get the idea of of what it is, which is. It's a different culture, one we're moving faster. And and I was just about to say that Um, I was just going to say that I feel like a lot of countries outside the US are way more just community oriented so they were and probably, slower pace and slower pace and slower pace so you would kind of expect you know what I'm saying to have more of those types of conversations versus someone just having to say hi to you because we because we work together I was also telling them that they are in one place in the whole United States of America that's true and that there are plenty of places that aren't nearly as quick paced especially when you get away from metropolitan areas the lifestyle slows up, mm-hmm. like it, it slows down, however you want to call that. But yeah, that's just kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. You just when you're in the hustle and bustle of the city, like people are moving, and we're close enough to you know in Northern Virginia to mm-hmm. be, you know, uh, sort of affected by 
DC's gravitational pull. Yeah. I mean, and plus, you guys are right there. Like, I was looking at it on a map the other day because um, I'm doing a – I got to do a delivery next week out to uh, Poolsville, mm. um, which is, like, right on the other side of the Potomac River, okay. like, in, like, the, like, Potomac, Maryland area, like, you know, very wealthy area. But you guys are in a great area, like, you know what I'm saying, just out there, one, in the country. You got right. the whole country set up. You know what I'm saying? They they do the, the, the equestrian stuff, like – like mm-hmm. all that, but like just everything oh, that's yeah. around you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that, Percival? Like out that Winchester way, Winchester. All you know what I'm yeah, saying? There's tons Le- of stuff out like there. Loudoun County is not that far away from you guys. No, not at all. And that's one of the richest counties in the country. Yeah, I saw some fox hunting going on today. Actually, oh really? Yeah, fox bunch of people hunting. on on horses with the old equestrian outfits on that look like you know they're straight out of England in the one, 17th one, century. One button undone. Uh, always, yeah. you gotta have the gotcha. you gotta have the button undone. Gotcha. You have to. Gotcha. It's gotta sprawl out. Yeah. <laughs> so you can ride. I feel it. Yeah. Feel so it. it's just uh yeah it's just, it's a completely different it's a completely different place but you know that's that's their idea of things is people don't say what they mean here mm-hmm. and it's just yeah like if you come from a specific place where people mostly just like when words come out like they're just they're just speaking directly to you about what it is they feel. It's funny talking to some people like that. Whereas like when they start talking, they just say what like what they feel. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. And like you said, it's more fast paced here. I don't know that we always have the time to just have that real in-depth one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yes. That's uh that that's an issue that's like do you feel like you have the time like the time to just have just a, an extreme, and, and this might be a different answer for you. And this is an extremely deep conversation. Sometimes it's, it's kind of a, a high no, and by. No, I you know? don't. And this is where okay, so this is where the nuance is because we're trying to we're trying to figure this out. Because you're saying, can we use another word than fake? I I don't have the time to sit down and do a podcast with everyone I meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what you're asking, but. <laughs> When people say something to me, I do look them in their eyes when they say something to me. And I will like stop and like turn my body to them and say something back to them. Like I will give them my attention. I'll give them like my body language, Uh right? Like that I'm being attentive in that moment. And I think that's a lot of what it is. I don't think everyone expects for every time someone says something to sit there and now sit down and have lunch. Has a little bit to do with the body language too? Uh, Yeah, because they're talking about people. Like I had a dude that came from Croatia and he was like, yeah, like it was just like a huge culture shock to me because on my first day here, (laughs) I came in and a lady walked past me and was like, Oh hey, how you doing today? And he had stopped to look at her and like say something, but she was still walking. Like she, <laughs> she never, she never, you know, turned or or introduced herself or any or waited for an answer. Like she just continued to walk. She said, hey, how you doing? And he like kept walking. And so those moments to him, That's he so... was he was just like, wait a minute, wait. Like she just, just asked ask me she, how just, I'm doing. She just asked me a question. I didn't even get a chance to answer, and she's already like halfway down the hall. And then he realized that that was a thing and that the next five people he saw were also going to do that. And then, and then he was like, he was like, wait, what's happening? Why do people just say things to you if they don't actually care at all about what you have to say back? He was like, he was like, it's fine. Like in my country, you don't have to speak to people if you don't want to. And that's fine. It's not like you're being rude if you don't do that. And if anything, it's just, it's not being fake. 
It's like, if you don't want to talk to me, you don't have to talk to me. And I feel no ill will towards you at all. Feel no animosity. Which you just don't, for whatever reason, feel like talking right now. And that's fine with me. Was was he offended? No, he was just shocked. He okay. just didn't, he just, he just hadn't been around that Like, does it around bother him at all? Does it bother him? Does it like, does it make him feel some kind of way? Uh, I, I think like, he just kind of gave up on America. Like, he was just like, and, and that's, a, and, so that's all it took? It wasn't just that, but I think it was okay. I'll, I'll give you. So I'll give you some more. Um, so he's working there for three, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. He feels as though, even if he's not having like a ton of hangout time with certain people at work, you're still working side by side with people, spending a lot of time, making money, sharing some laughs, some stories, whatever. And then the last day comes, and you're like, "Hey, man, like I'm getting ready to leave." Just imagine you being in another country and you feel like you made a connection and you say, hey, I'm getting ready. You know, today's my last day. And someone's just like, all right, cool. Before you go, can you just uh, clean up that silverware real quick? And then just like, thank you. Just clean that up for us. And all right, cool. And then you can go. And he's just like, damn, like, I mean, that that part I get. So, but, but, but he's saying that all of these types of things, and these are just two instances come from like the same place, which is just a lack of feeling and connection for another human being. Like, it's just, you're just the guy that's just been working here. Yeah. But it's like, but I've been here with you for like three and a half, four months. Is that that really a long time? In his mind, he feels like it should warrant a bit more, which it does for me, which is why. You know, I made sure to find him before he left to say bye, give him a hug, and actually went out and had that little hangout with a bunch of people. It was like 15 people. Mm-hmm. and what? Because I was like, yeah, I'd like to hang out with you guys before you leave and I never see you again. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting because it's like I, I, I completely understand, you know what I'm saying, because I'm able to try to see things from other people's perspective. But I think it's just so normal to me that – yeah. This is whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I, Somebody says, hey, how you doing? I'm going to say it right back. And we don't have to really have like a conversation. Mm. And it's and, got, and that's another weird thing is you're just you're just replying. You're just at the, we're just saying sounds. We're just because you're just, hey, how you it, doing? How you doing? But is it is that maybe it. it's a little no more answers. than that? <laughs> Is it is it just kind of an acknowledgement that I've it's well you know maybe that's not that, more no, but, but it's an acknowledgement that I've seen you I'm you know that's I've, hey th- you know that's really what it is which is why the words don't matter or you, you could just say hey <laughs> <laughs> any other more the person could be like oh, boom, 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 boom. like it, yo it, shut it, the it, fuck up it would, <laughs> it, it would it would it it shouldn't matter why don't we say that to each other? Because at the end of the day, sometimes you'll be walking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what is that on? Uh, the, uh, Men in Black. Yeah, that shit was dope. But uh, no, it's just that is the way you might as well communicate because you'll walk past people and somebody will be uh, Oh, like you'll say something like, good morning. Oh, great. And how are you? Uh, whoa, nigga, that's not, I, that's not the, that's not cor- the correct response, robot man. Yeah. Slow down and listen to or what like, I'm saying. Like that's, when someone, when someone says thank you and you're like, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit all the time. Uh-huh. I do that thank, all thank the time. You, because you're expecting to say, oh, well, you have a good day now. 
So you, you, so the proper response. Oh, you too. But that's the thing. Like people, that's so funny. you're just these are just automated responses yeah. that people just throw out. You're not listening. So that's it's it's a bit of that I, that I guess is the culture shock. Like why are people yeah. just saying? Because to them, especially it being like a second language, they're probably just hearing like the people just saying sounds. Like, okay. Yeah. Like they're, they're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're taking the words as the words ad, come. Yeah. Like every single word seriously. That statement means more, way more to them than it does to us. Right, exactly. Because what you're saying is it's an acknowledgement that I see you. Uh-huh. I just want you to know that, but I also don't want to be a weirdo and say, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so it's just better, you know, to say, hey, how you doing? Even though I, I, I guess I don't give a fuck about how you're doing it all. And I'm not going to sit here and have a conversation with you. I'm not going to wait for you to answer me. I'm going to keep Yo, walking. Americans are, <laughs> are we fucked up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just a weird thing. And so like, and you know what? That makes me want to travel internationally even more. Mm-hmm. Like I got to get out here and just see how some of this, like other countries are living, man. Like I, Oh, that's going to be so great one day. One yeah, day. it was great. We had a lot of great conversation about technology and people being pulled into it mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And then just certain places that are clearly a bit a bit more encouraging of that sort of culture. Mm-hmm. And then other places where, one, they discourage it. And two, maybe they just don't even have the means to even be up on that because they don't have all the technology that we have here. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just very interesting to talk to people that just come from other places because they all tell you we're all trying to be like you guys. Like we're all just like we all the same way I just said, like a metropolis sort of dictates the speed of the way that you speak, the way that you move, the way that people think. If you're in New York City, just think about what New York City means. Mm -hmm. Right. What is it? The city that never sleeps. Mm -hmm. Correct. And anything like that, D.C. is a small version Mm -hmm. of New York. And then things migrate outside of it, like fashion and maybe some, I don't know, other talents and things like that. I'm not quite fucking certain. But we know politics is there in D.C. But they just, things kind of migrate outwards. And America is just this fucking supercharged generator. And other people look to America to see, like, what they're doing. Because a lot of times, as as much as we're fighting for more things all the time and whatever the fuck, and, and you know, not being grateful for the things that we do have, mm-hmm. we America is very progressive. Yeah, like America has a lot of things and thinks forward in a lot of ways that a lot of people are still like fucking fighting for. Right. Like they're still trying to make it a thing. So one of these motherfuckers told me. That like cigarettes indoors or cigarettes like it was like cigarettes indoors or cigarettes in a plane was just banned like like fifty or it was no damn I forgot what it was it was something matter of fact you know what fuck that stat they told me there are still tons of places you can go in Croatia where they're just smoking cigarettes indoors. Like and if and if you, you just know where not to go, if you have a child, a baby, or you don't fuck with the smoke, but everyone is just smoking cigarettes at coffee shops and wherever the fuck they're at, just eating food, smoking cigarettes, and like that's their little thing. And so a lot of people would find that very disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying is in so many ways when it it's marijuana or psychedelic drugs or all these different things that we do here. 
and they're just now becoming decriminalized or legalized or at least not so uh, stigmatized, right. you know, through the masses. Right. Right. We have more documentaries and just articles and research and books coming out about it. Mm-hmm. So people are just changing their ways. But we're still trying to be ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is looking at us like, damn, like, like they get to do a lot over there. Like we we need to catch <laughs> up. Like we need to do some of those things. Yeah. So it's very it's very fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, traveling, uh, or at least just finding some other people that just grew up doing something different than you did mm-hmm. is worth it. Yeah, I feel that. It's super. Fu- it's super fucking worth it. I feel that. I feel that. I love it. Such great people, man. So homely. Mm-hmm. So homely and just and just real and ready for presence. So cool, man. That's just what's up. just down down to earth. I don't know what, and, and that's a cool experience that you get to have because I don't know a ton of people that just didn't grow up here in America. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you seem like you run into quite a quite a bit of them. Yeah, I guess so. That's dope. Yeah, I, I run into all sorts of people that do all sorts of shit. <clears throat> the polo the, the, again. The last polo match. Shout out to Tia Mikhail Sill. Thank you all for coming out. That was awesome. Uh, well, I mean, I shouldn't leave out RJ and Maya. Yeah. <laughs> definitely did that. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was fun, man. It was. You got to see some. I got to see some shit in polo that I didn't get to see the last time. Okay, right. That showed me that there was a different level of skill going on, mm-hmm. like guys riding on the fucking horse. And juggling the ball on their fucking stick, like hitting it up in the air as they're riding. Wow. Yeah, man. Do you know what it takes to hit a ball, to ride a horse forwards? Okay, so you're going forward and you have a stick in your hand and you're hitting a ball up in the air. But because this is like wild physics, because you're hitting the ball up and the stick is moving because you're moving because you're on a horse going forward. The ball is going to also go forward yeah. and up just enough for you to keep hitting it and juggling it on yep. your fucking stick, which is just fucking insane. Yeah. So I just saw a dude just riding, doing that, whatever. And I guess that's legal. Some amazing hand-eye coordination. That's wild hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that, just looking at some of the things that are going on with the horses. And I'm just like, oh, I don't like when that happens. <laughs> Like someone smacks a ball really hard and it just like, boom, psh, it just like hits a, hits a ah, horse like in the leg or something like that. Ah, and maybe the horses are way, like way too strong, so it just didn't feel like much. I don't know. But still. But, but still. you know, it's like, psh, yeah, it's like, ah. Yeah. Someone I was there was asking, man, like, I wonder if we could just tap into the minds of the horse. Like, if we were horse whisperers, if we were Dr. Doolittle, <laughs> what would they say? Like, what would they be saying about them being here a part of this polo match right now? One day we're going to rise up. <laughs> you all burn in hell. I have a dream. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that that was. But aside from that, it was it was another it was another fun time. They got to stop charging thirteen fifty for a hot dog though. But but Damn. but yeah yeah yeah. Funnel cakes was Man, out there. You know what? I was I was looking at a um at some information online probably like a week or two ago. The Commander Stadium charges the most for a beer in the entire NFL. Random random note here. A 12 ounce beer. Yeah. Like a bottle. How much is that? $14. For one beer. Oh, how are you supposed to catch a buzz? Be- how are you, you supposed tailgate. to tailgate? Oh, yes. That's you very, got to. Yes, you have to tailgate. Because yeah. who's, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sure people do it, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Because 
if I if I'm drinking at the stadium and I want some beers, I'm gonna want at least three. Beers. Is it is it because and I don't mean this any disrespect. Is it because they suck so much that ticket sales have gone down that they're trying to get it on the back end somehow? Like they're trying to. I wouldn't be surprised. Increase revenue because why? Why them? Why the commanders of all of the great teams in all of the that NFL could afford to to raise those prices? That's, that's what I'm saying. Our team is good, and the fans are going to come anyways. Right? They're going to drink, gonna drink right. beer. Right? Exactly. So <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. Maybe because the tickets because the tickets to go to those games aren't much, correct? Um, well, I don't know. I haven't looked at ticket prices in a while. I do want to go to a game this year, though. Mm. Um, but I haven't looked at ticket prices in a while. But when when me and Mikey went to that preseason game, I think the tickets were like forty bucks. But we were we were we had pretty good seats though. Forty bucks. See the t- okay the, the ticket to watch the game being forty dollars and the beer being fourteen dollars is crazy. But the, that's preseason. Regular season that those that those ticket prices are probably gonna quadruple. <laughs> yeah, but I bet you them beers was probably fourteen dollars still at the preseason. Oh yeah. Which is still crazy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. If it's pre then you need to knock down the price of the beers if yeah. I'm in there. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Come hey, on, look, man. Look, it would you, you think you think billionaires are gonna just like these, they they want all of their money. Let me tell you this: when when I went to that game, and um, the plan was for me to park at this um, this uh, over by this Planet Fitness in a shopping center um, that's kind of down the street from the stadium. When when Mikey showed up to the uh, to the parking to the uh, shopping center, he was like, "Oh yeah, like they're charging for parking over here in the shopping center for the game." And I'm just like, like that, that them niggas don't even own that. Like, <laughs> but they did a deal. But I'm assuming that, yeah, I'm assuming. I, and you know what? I don't even know if they did a deal. Who know? Well, well, they had. If they didn't own that lot, then they have to do a deal. It has to be a listen. We're or gonna, the gonna, owners of the shopping center could just charge niggas to park on Sundays when they know a home game is happening. Oh, oh, well, if you don't know, okay, so if you're saying that just the lie itself and whoever owned that was charging, then yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably. But I was just like, damn, like. Yeah, I, w- I, would, I would also do that. You would do it? Yeah, for sure. Wait, what did you say the lot was? <laughs> it like, was, you could walk to the stadium from that shopping center. It was a shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. A good 15 minute walk. Yeah, that's the thing. If the shopping center, yeah, you got to pay me. Yeah, you got to pay because me. you know niggas is gonna park there. Yeah, you're gonna park here. So yeah, so like pay me. <laughs> it's, it's simple. I own this. Yeah, but I ended up um, parking at a. Um, and you parking here today is gonna bring is gonna generate no money to this shopping center. Mm-hmm. The pockets of the people that own that, mm-hmm. unless I make you pay. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're not parking there and coming into any of these stores here. Nope. So yeah, you got to pay. I get that. <laughs> nah, no, it definitely makes sense. But I was just I was I don't know. I guess I was just surprised. But maybe it's just been that long since I've been to a football game mm-hmm. because maybe they've been doing that. I don't know. I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with any of this. But it just popped in my mind for some odd reason out of all this. Mm-hmm. Are you watching anything right now? Um, Watching Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings on Amazon oh, Prime. Okay. Um, what else Damn, am I watching? Damn, they just going deep. These fucking... Like movies, films, these these books, these legacies, mm-hmm. right? These like legacy acts in a way you could call them are going to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Lord sure. of the Rings ain't never going to stop. Never. 
if people asking me about watching the HBO, the the House of Dragons, House of Dragons. The, the Game of Thrones one. Right. Like it's just they never gonna stop making money. Right. I can't do all of it. I'm also watching uh, watching She Hulk on uh, okay. Disney Plus. Okay, before I get into the thing I've been watching, okay, um, tell me about this film, The Barbarian. The Barbarian. <laughs> I I looked in one of the chats and saw that you had spoken about this. Did you at least this. did you watch the trailer? I know you didn't. I didn't, but I only know. but only because if I watch it, I'm not gonna watch the trailer. But I'll listen to you talk to me about it a little bit. Do you but, mean if you watch the trailer, you're not gonna go? See, you're not gonna watch the movie? Or I, no, if I am planning on watching the movie, I will most likely not watch the trailer. I will just watch the movie. Okay. Okay. But I'm still willing to because the synopsis was wildly short. It was just like. A young lady goes to a house and finds out that there are dark secrets. I was like, okay. I was like, holy shit. I mean, I, okay. I bet, but okay. I'm actually really excited to talk about. I've been talking about this movie for like the last three days uh, to anybody that will listen. Okay. So it's and Anthony Stokes gave it the stamp, and Anthony Stokes <laughs> gave it the stamp, and you know if Stokes stamped it, it's solid. Um. So um. It's probably one of the best scary movies I've seen in a, in a while, mm. and 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 you know that the truth sitting on that because scary movies just don't be hitting like that a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they don't. This is one of the, it's one it's a movie I will say that you will not be able to predict. Okay, many, many I, things I, in it. I like that. Um, as far as when you say scary movie, is it like a dreadful movie? Is it a jump scare sort of movie? Is it? Um, no, it's just really fucking creepy. Okay, just in a creepy. lot of different ways. Okay, yes, it, okay. it could make some people feel a little uncomfortable. And when I say that, mm. I don't mean like like oh, like I have to leave. But okay. just like, oh, okay, oh, okay, like, okay, like you like, could, like, you could cringe. Yeah, there's, oh, parts. there's some definitely some cringy, okay, some cringy stuff in there. Um, so there's also a red herring, okay, in the movie, okay. Um, and when that person dies, you're gonna just be like, oh, oh, like, mm. why, like, wow, okay, yeah, okay, okay, um. There's a little, there's, there's a hint of incest oh, in there. Uh, just a dash, <laughs> yeah. just a sprinkle just, of incest. Just a dash. But just what I loved about the movie the most is the fact that it keeps you on your toes. Mm. It keeps you on your toes. As soon as you start getting comfortable with the, with whatever horror yeah. is happening right then, it's like they turn the page mm. and just give you another dose of, a, of, of something else just that's just horrible. Right, right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like it's, there's, it, there's, there's they never few, quite let you. Okay, no, I yeah, like those sorts of movies. Yeah, like it, whatever you thought was the climax, that wasn't it. Right, got you. Got but you. it felt like it, though. They never quite let you just relax. Yeah, yeah. It's I, that hanging dread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really doesn't. The first 30 minutes of the movie are not so horrible. Like... Like, it's just, like, there's nothing really scary happening, is, mm. I guess is what I'm saying. But it's still very creepy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, It's a good movie, man. Okay. I, and I, it was on Netflix? What's it on? It's not, this nigga. Hold on. Is it's it, in theaters, man. Oh, damn. Oh, this is a movie movie. Yeah. Damn. What the pandemic? <laughs> what has the pandemic done to us? Uh. 
what has the pandemic done to us? Nigga, everything just streaming, nigga. <laughs> nah, man, I go to the movies. We nobody talks to me about movies that are in movie theaters anymore. Yeah, this isn't this is I very theaters. I very rarely be like, yo, uh, here's someone yeah, I was at the movie theater the other day. It's like, no, it was like I was at my house Boy. watching on Hulu or Amazon or Disney Plus or Netflix <laughs> or fucking Peacock or whatever the else. Me like, and uh well Antoinette has a list going. We have seen thirteen movies this year and counting in theaters. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We're trying to hit twenty. I'm gonna see. Um I know uh, Halloween's coming up. Halloween's so coming up. Like, hold on, you talking about the holiday or the movie? Both. Okay. And because Halloween, the the fucking holiday is coming yeah. up, not only are you going to have that movie, but you're going to have a slew of yeah. your horror films. Yeah, so Halloween, the movie's coming out. Um, there's a movie called Smile that I also want to see. That is a horror movie. It is a horror movie. I, I saw that. That was another creepy looking yeah. one. Yeah. I saw the trailer for that in the yeah. last movie I wanted to go see. Yeah. That looks a little yeah. weird. It looks good. Yeah. I, I think, I'm a, I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters, but I definitely want to check it out. What's, isn't that funny, man? You know, I talked about this a little bit when, uh, when my friend Emily came on here a while ago, uh-huh. is that we feel a way about a smile. We feel a way about, I guess, like a certain type of smile, like a smile that's that's large and maybe doesn't fit the moment. Yeah, right. Like it. That's what it is. It's when a smile doesn't fit the moment. Uh huh. Like you shouldn't be smiling right now. That's when a smile gets really fucking creepy. It can become maniacal. Yes, it can become <laughs> maniacal. Like why are you smiling towards yeah. this thing right now? Yeah. And then sometimes when you get uh, like a smile. That doesn't match the the top half of the face. Right. That's also really fucking weird. Right. Because right. you have to be like a like a psychopath trying <laughs> like trying to masquerade as a regular person. <laughs> because anyone that smiles, like you you can't even train like how could you even do that? Yeah. Like if you smile, you're gonna smile with your face. Like you're going you're going to yeah. give a normal yeah. person smile. For sure. So for the, the top half of your face to not exactly fit the bottom half of your face, yeah. That is kind of ominous very very much so i'm i'm yeah that one i think i'm definitely i'm definitely yeah it looks good um so there's also um the next black panther comes out in november Uh, did you know that we had spoke i i think maybe during one of those talk spaces with anthony stokes we talked about how people felt about yeah them doing A continuation of King T'Challa, right, right. That is not Chadwick Boseman, clearly. Yeah, and like how people feel about that. What if they just CGI this nigga into the movie? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Although if, clearly you can do that. They just CGI this nigga as the Black Panther. I hope they don't do that. See, That's I, not gonna happen. See, I was about to That's say. That's not gonna happen. I was about to say because people think it's disrespectful to bring a new person in as King T'Challa. Right, like just let that character die off, mm-hmm. right, and bring someone else in. You can even bring Michael B. Jordan back as Killmonger, not as King T'Challa, but like he you died can, though. Didn't oh, he, die? he did die. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you're right. So you can just bring back old characters yeah. or whatever and keep the same vibe alive, yeah. but you don't have to bring back King T'Challa. Right, right, um, right. And so, I think they're going to do a good job of that. Regard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Some people think that that's weird, but then also another thing that would be weird and disrespectful is just putting his face. On someone else, like, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, don't but do there's that. also um, Black Adam 
featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Not yes. in the jungle. It's not going to be one of those jungle movies where this <laughs> nigga's just got on a, a tan button-up shirt. Well, I think that those were just the, the what are those fucking things with Kevin Hart? The old movie from back in the day, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. No, but I thought, didn't Mikey say that all four of those pictures were from like different movies? Oh, I don't know nothing about these pictures you're talking about. Oh. Oh, but either way, okay, so he okay, so he's not running around in the jungle. He's Yeah. No, Black Adam's an an anti-hero from the DC universe. What does an anti-hero mean? Um, it's just someone like a he's like uh like he he fucks up bad guys. Like you know how like Superman, Superman don't kill nobody. Yeah. He will kill you. Oh, okay. He's like Deadpool. Yeah. Like Deadpool yeah. was an anti-hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, he just okay. doesn't do it in the conventional hero way where yeah. you, your hair's combed back all perfectly and And you and, just leave people hanging from streetlights. Yeah. Like, like no, know, I'm just yeah. gonna kill you. This nigga is gonna punch you into oblivion and you might die. Okay, that's like and like the Punisher as care. well. Like the Punisher yeah. being probably yeah. an anti-hero. Yeah. Like he has he has an antagonist. Mm-hmm. And how Batman claims to not kill that nigga be killing people. Batman definitely kills people. Batman kills people. Yes. Um, and Superman doesn't kill people. Yeah. Black Adam will murk you. Yes. Okay. And not think twice about it. Mm. Mm, that's if you why, are an antagonist. That's why people are so him. so mad about that old Superman movie, the, the latest one where he killed that dude at the end, where he snapped his neck. Yeah. So. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was either that or he was going to cut them people in half with his eyes. With the, with his with the laser beams, the critics wanted them to write the movie differently so that it didn't come to that. Yo, man. <laughs> critics. Okay, critics. there's a show that caught me by surprise on Netflix. Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you watch the the Last of Us snippet? No, I didn't watch. That. Yo, this nigga is wild. <laughs> You are so wild, nigga. Bro, there's so it's much. It's 30 seconds. It, <laughs> I'm going to resend it to you. I'm going to resend it yeah, to you. Yeah, resend it to me so I don't have to try to go back it's and find it. 30 seconds. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. Did it look good? And you know, and what, 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 what weirds me out the most about it is that I know you want to watch it. Like, just. I. No, I mean, not the snippet, but the show. I know you. I, I, know, I want to watch it if it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Like, oh, okay. Because I don't know that. It's going to be good. Neil Druckmann, the person that executive produced the game, is also working with them. Okay. I I don't see him letting them derail this. Okay. Like that. Okay. I will watch it. Send it resend it to me. Um Netflix scrolling. Mm-hmm. Wanted to find something. And I you, I think you may know this about me. I'm sort of like I can be into some mystical shit. Like I like magic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um The Sandman. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't Have watched you? it. From who? Yeah. Just you oh, know, just Twitter. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, look, I'm old. Look, I, when people say that to from me, who? Yeah. I, <laughs> from at one seven five six bot, nigga. Like that's from who? <laughs> I didn't. That's I didn't so find funny. it in the newspaper. <laughs> Next to the funnies. <laughs> but, but, wait, okay, <laughs> next to the funnies. When I tell people I heard something or something happened, uh-huh. like I'm talking about a person yeah. that said something to me. So I feel I, you. But feel you. I, usually, yes, when people say I heard good things, it means you saw something on Twitter, you've been reading things. Okay, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> that's, where, that's where I get a lot of my news from. I man. get it. I get it. <laughs> 
What have they been saying about it? Um, I mean, don't get me to lying on here. I, this was a while ago. I haven't really seen too much about it lately. Okay. But I remember what the things they were saying. They were good things. Though. Yeah. It's, I think it's something you, you have to, there was something weirdly, like sort of mysteriously profound about the trailer for it. Cause I just, you know, I was just hovering over it. And then, you know, the trailer just starts fucking playing. Whose idea was that, by the way? They're like, well, that's just the way the age, like day and age is going to be now. Where if you just hover over it, the trailer just starts playing. I like that. You like that shit? Yeah. Anyway, sometimes I'm trying to read a description and then and all this fucking, you know, <laughs> Fox 5 searchlight comes up and a bunch of others. And I'm just like, bro, I'm just trying to read the description. But now I'm watching a movie at the same time. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, like I'm just trying to read the fucking description. But anyway, so... This show, again, mysteriously profound sort of energy I got from watching the trailer. It's a show that I'll say. There are only 11 episodes. I don't know if it's a limited series or if they're about to come up with some other shit. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think I may have got onto it late, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what the fuck is going on, like where that show is going. Like every episode you think... You kind of like have a grasp. You're just like, oh, this is sort of like a mystical, magical show about dreams and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, cool. And then like as the episodes keep going, it just, it gets a little darker and deeper into the nature of human beings. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you have all these different entities and they're, let me get this word right, anthropomorphized, right? So you have the king of dreams. Like you actually have like the guy who is dream and he is the Sandman. He's like the, the main character. Okay. And so he rules over people's dreams. Uh-huh. Like he knows everyone through their dreams. Uh-huh. And, but he also be around uh, the, the waking world, mm-hmm. which is like earth. Mm-hmm. Like he walks around the waking world and then you have despair and desire and death and all the, the they're all like people mm-hmm. or played by people but they show you very interesting things about these ideas of desire and despair and death and and dreams. And it gets very, very interesting because you would. I'm always interested, as I talked about again on the last episode of like what an eternal being would be like. Mm-hmm. Like if you just lived for millennia, like what would you be like? Like, who would you grow to be? And so you get to see these people, these entities played as like humans as a sense Mm -hmm. and like the sort of things that they talk about and the understandings of human beings that they have in life and death. And but again, at this at the same time, you clearly have a bunch of, you know, magic and fighting and just other shit going on. But it's very, very deeply rooted in human nature. And it seemed as though the person that wrote this really was trying to get ideas across to people. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to fucking explain. You like it, the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really, really, really do. Okay. Like once like episode five came, because again, they were good. So I kept watching them, but then the whole thing changed around episode five. Like it just became a much darker, because it was rated TVMA the whole time. I don't like watching PG-13 shit. I, I don't I don't because just not like none of it at all like you because if it's, if it's PG thirteen you're not gonna watch it 
I, yeah, probably because I keep thinking about how much cooler it could be if it was TVMA or R. Like I could see every scene that's good and see how it could have been great if if we if we were given the opportunity of making it grimier or grittier or just more realistic and mm. not just so fucking bubblegum because mm. that's what it's gonna that's what it's gonna like, be i feel that way about horror films like pg-13 oh, horror I'm, not, films, I'm not doing that i'm not doing i feel that way but like not everything pg-13 is just oh like, well i mean if i'm gonna go watch a fucking pixar film i'm not expecting it to be t see and it's funny that you just went straight to pixar like what because because what type of film do you want to watch i don't want to watch a comedy that's pg-13 i don't want to fucking watch i was thinking about this the other day because I was walking up here and I think Mikey saw it downstairs. You know, this fucking complex always has like some fun little thing going on. There'll be little taco trucks coming around and they send out emails about it. And they have these things at the leasing office every now and again, like a little sipping pain or something like that. And I haven't gone to any of these things. And I've been asked by people that come here, why haven't you gone to any of these things? One of them was a comedy show. And I was thinking, yo, I got to go to this fucking comedy show. Like, I have to see what's going on at the leasing office. Like, who they got to go up here? What type of jokes is it going to be? And then I saw that all ages were were open to going. All ages were accepted. And then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. He ain't going to be digging nobody's ass. Bro. He ain't he ain't. He ain't bro. Like- <laughs> what, does a, what does a comedian do if you're performing in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Babies, small children, women, everyone. What do you what what like what is comedy when you like what are you going to be joking about? I feel you. You're going to be making like fart jokes? Like what like what, <laughs> like what like what's going on here? Like I can't I can't get with that. So that's the thing. When it comes to media, I want to watch something that's going to be a representation of of, of, some, of something real. Okay. And there's just nothing that's going on that is just straight bubblegum shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just nothing in the world exists like that. Like, there's always going to be some depth to it where there's, like, some pleasant trees over here. And then over here, there's some other darker, weirder shit going on. And that's just life, no matter what genre you hit. So, no, nah, I'm not really into PG-13 stuff. Like, I... All right. Like no cursing, no sex, no drugs, no. See, but that's the thing. I feel like PG thirteen usually had like when when I think of PG thirteen, I they cuss in PG thirteen movies. Like there's violence, but it's not gonna be. The, the, you mean violence like somebody will get slapped, and you mean cursing like, gosh darn it. No, nigga, no. <laughs> like, well, See now, now I feel like we got to look up the parameters of. What PG thirteen in cases we 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 ought to because I because I, I don't think that I'm really with it uh, but but the point is it was TVMA but the first four episodes didn't like I was wondering why right like I was like this could have easily been PG thirteen I was like uh-huh. it's cool like it could have been PG thirteen though and then episode five hits and you see during the description when it when it comes on it's like TVMA violence sex and some other shit and you're just like oh okay. okay. Oh, okay, this one's different. And then that episode plays out and you're like, this seems like a different show Uh than what I've been watching. Uh And it just continues to evolve in that way. I I don't know if I've seen a show like it before. Hmm. It's very, very interesting because I thought it was just going to be some mystical, magical, fun show about a guy that rules the dream world and what life is like for him, Mm -hmm. right? Living throughout the millennia. Mm -hmm. And it is about that. Amongst a lot of other things. It yeah. is a very, very interesting, eye-opening, 
Yeah, I want to know. I, I, I would love to have a conversation with that person. Can we can we talk about for a few minutes who we would like to have on the podcast if we had access to everyone? Because I would love to talk to the creator of, of that and just see the why. They, of the same age? Yeah, I want to know what they were thinking about. Like, how long did it take to create this? Like, what? What was on your mind? Who, who are you? Like, I, I really want to ask this person a lot of fucking questions. Man. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I mean, I've got so many people going through my mind right now. And this now. is nothing against any any of the people that come on the pod. I love all you guys. <laughs> but there are a few out there. And, and I wouldn't even just want to just go hit, like, top celebrities. Right. It's not that. They're just like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is or mm-hmm. whoever this person is that put together Sandman. But I'd be interested to know who they are and talk to them just based on the merit of the work that I've seen. I've mm-hmm. never seen this person. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in the show are, I guess I can only say fluid because I can't say they're transgender. I can't say they're just gay. Like I, I some people are gay, in the, but there are a lot of, a lot of different kinds of people in the show. Mm-hmm. So like they're all different sorts of ethnicities in it. And again, when it comes to like, you know, genders and sexual preferences. That's a very fluid spectrum on the show. Mm-hmm. But again, you would you would think, who would you be if you lived for millennia? Right. Like you wouldn't like a like someone that looks like a guy but has been living for a million years. Nah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what? Like yeah, like. I like a little dick too, nigga. Like yeah. I like whatever. Like I yeah. like I've been living here for a million years, yeah. dude. Like I'm into kind of whatever. Yeah, you know. So I can see someone just kind of like developing a just a taste for it, for any and everything. Yeah, because over that amount of time. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you probably again transcend into a godlike figure because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it is, right? You're not like the all knowing, omnipotent type of thing, right? But but to some degree, you are sort of like omniscient, sort of like you are sort of. Just like everywhere, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird, but I feel like you would definitely transcend to some other type of thing, and yeah. you, you would you would leave your human thoughts behind. Mm-hmm. You would leave all the things that we get caught up in behind, yeah, and start doing some. Yeah, other I mean, because you'd you probably, I imagine that living for a millennia probably just feels like you're just roaming through the multiverse. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you've been there, you've done that. You know what I'm saying? So eventually you just start to to, you know, as 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 Rick Sanchez would say that, you know, none of this shit means anything. <laughs> there was <laughs> right. There was a point where uh the the King of Dreams and his sister Death were were like in a pub somewhere. And it was like in the thirteen hundreds or some shit like that. And they were looking at this table of guys drinking together, probably drinking some fucking mead out of a fucking wooden cup. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, he just had an energy about him. And he was like, oh, everyone just accepts death. Like, you just have to go through it. No one ever tries to fight back. Me, I'm never going to die. I'm going to live forever. And they're all just laughing at him. They're just drunk, having a good time. And, you know, Dream and Death are looking at each other like, you hear this motherfucker? Like. I bet you he'd be crying for death like at around age 100. You know what I mean? He's just like, you want to try it out? Like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. Like, go go bestow the power upon him. So then they went over there. And, and, and again, this fucking guy at a table drinking in 1300 doesn't know who these two mystical looking weird people are walking mm-hmm. up to him. But Dream was like, 
did I hear you say like you're never gonna die? Like you don't you don't wanna die? And he was just like, Yeah, that's right, you heard me. And he was like, All right, cool. How about this? You don't die, and we meet back here every hundred years. And he was like, All right. Like now he's like, because he's talking to him seriously about it. He's just like, okay, this fucking weirdo. Like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll see you in a hundred years. Like fucking weirdo. And clearly they bestowed this immortality upon him. Mm -hmm. So Dream comes back like, you know, a hundred years later and finds the guy in the bar. And the guy's just like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) What did you do to me? Like, this is amazing. I fucking love living. And Dream is sitting there like, oh shit. Like now he's appalled. Like I thought that he would have been waiting to die. And he's just like. So much has happened. Like, I you like you, you just seeing like technology. I mean, it is technology to them, but yeah. certain things come up uh-huh. from year thirteen hundred to fourteen hundred. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh my god, like it's amazing. And he's like, all right. He gets that report from him. He comes back in the year fifteen hundred. He's at, at the bar, and he's like, oh my gosh, like I'm I, like the queen has knighted me. I've made a fortune. I'm the, like he's enjoying life. You could tell he's just. Probably fucking magics. He's drinking a ton. Like he's indulgent, mm-hmm. like really, really indulgent because he's built a fortune in 200 years. Right. And then he comes back in the year 1600. And now he's like, life has been horrible. He had a wife. She died. He had a son. She He died in like a bar, a bar fight or some shit like that. So now you're getting into seeing people that you love like dying mm-hmm. and like going on. They they thought he was a witch because he stayed in one spot for too long. Because if you're a mortal, you got to move around. You can't just be looking like you yeah. forever, right? Like yeah. people are gonna be like, "What the fuck? Like, why aren't yeah. you getting older?" Right? Like, you yeah. just look like Pharrell forever. <laughs> so they tried to, like, on that movie you told me about with Charlie Theron, they tried to drown him again and again and uh-huh. again and again. Uh-huh. And so he just went through a ton of shit, lost all of his fortune. And then Dream was like, so are you ready to go now? Like, it's been about 400 years. Like, you ready to go? And he was just like, fuck no. I want to keep doing this. Life has too much to offer. Uh I'm ready to go. And so he just kept living. And you got to see him live until like 2020 or whatever. You know, and then that's kind of like where the episode ended. But you got to see this guy start off in 1300, go all the way into the 2000s and like how he grew up Mm -hmm. and how he started to understand himself and people and gain a love for life. And it it was just this. It's just a very, very fascinating show. And I had no fucking idea what I was getting into when I first watched it. I just thought it was going to be a basic magic show. Okay. like Or magical, mysterious sort of type of, you know, fantasy type of show. That's what's up. But it's it's. It's very, very fascinating. Okay, so do you, so do you not have anyone off the top of your head that you would fuck no. just want to have a conversation with? I have no fucking idea. Hmm. No one like impresses you, not not because they just have a lot of money, or but maybe because of maybe what they did to get a lot of money, or just you've ever seen mm-hmm. anyone be like, hmm, they just strike me as a very enigmatic sort mm-hmm. of being. I don't know. I really, I really, because I don't, I don't want to rush that kind of answer. Mm. Like there's, like I'm thinking about people, but I'm also trying not to just think about like Jay Z. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to like just think outside the box with this. Uh, well, I mean, if you if, if you like Jay Z, you know, you just want to hear him talk to you. <laughs> sure. Well, okay, okay. How about this? 
if it because we can go along with that it's not like that's a wrong answer mm -hmm. by any means by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination so if that were the case what would you want to say just like what's a question that you have or, or like you know well honestly i don't how much is a brick no <laughs> no no but I, I wouldn't pick jay-z though i wouldn't pick jay-z like I, I wouldn't be the first that's just too easy like I'm sure, like, I, and I, I don't know what I would want to talk to him about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I have, I really have no clue. I'm not going to ask this nigga Tom, about the Marcy project. You and Tom Brady? No. How I far can you throw up? I don't. Ball? I don't want to talk to Tom. <laughs> like, I'm not. Like, I would want to give you a better answer to that. Okay, that's all right. You can come back. You, can, you think about it. Come back with something else. Where, where uh, we at? All right. I, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that, yeah, that seems about right for me. I'm, I'm good on that. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel? Is there anything else? We can wrap this up. All right. Um, I'm ready for my stretching. <laughs> um, nah, nah, nah. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, then give me give give the people your last words here. Um, feels good to be back. I was really anticipating um, doing this podcast today, just because I felt like I just. Haven't been here in a few weeks. Yeah, so yeah. I was I was really looking forward to this today. Yeah, um, I, I know you do enjoy like little breaks because yeah. then you feel like some things maybe have occurred right, yeah. like in your life. Yeah. Um, but when it gets to like the like the month marker of not being here, you're yeah. probably like, damn, I should probably go. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't like being away for too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my words for the people. Yeah, definitely go check out the Sandman. Yeah, definitely check that out. That's first and foremost. I just, I, I just think it's very, very interesting. It could also be another one of those things that I do, because I do this and I'm aware of this. Where I'll watch some shit and I don't try to do this. It's just when I see it, I feel like shit is speaking to me. Not that just the ideas resonate with me because I'm really, really. It's just I I it's like like I've told you before finding some witch's book somewhere here's the mystical again mm -hmm. and it being completely blank until you put a certain solvent on it or fucking you know slit a raven's throat and put raven blood on it or whatever and then words come out of it it's slit like a raven's throat <laughs> it's like I see stuff and then other things like jump out of it mm -hmm. To, and I'm like trying to juggle all these different ideas from all mm -hmm. this stuff that comes out. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's just it's just a fascinating show. There was a point in the show where the dream, and again in actually that same bar in that same pub, saw this guy speaking wildly, like poetically and beautifully in front of everyone. It was just like all I want to do is just speak in a way that that generates passion and inspiration for people for generations and generations to come. That's all I want to be able to do with my words. And, and you know, some people fuck with him. Some people thought he was a hack, whatever. He sat back down and continued drinking. And he was asking the guy that he had given, which his name is Hobbs, by the way, he, the guy he had given immortality to. He was like, hey, who's that guy? He was like, oh, that's that's Will. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, is he, is he any good at what he does? He was like, oh, yeah, like he's, fuck, he's fucking amazing. And he went over to talk to him and Dream handed this other guy a little gift. And he was like, so if you could, you would you would use your powers to inspire human beings for for millennia, for ages and ages to come. And he was like, yes, I would. And he was like, OK, come with me. And you just see him walk off together. It's not until like the next year 
or, or the next hundred years or whatever that you realize that that dude will was William Shakespeare in, oh, in, the, in the show. That's dope. And he was just like, yeah, so how'd that Shakespeare dude do? And he was just like, oh, I mean, he, he clearly did amazingly, yeah. you know. And the interesting thing there is because I believe, if I'm not getting this wrong, a lot of people, as Shakespeare said that things would come to them in dreams, mm-hmm. like they would just a lot of times wake up with ideas mm-hmm. and write them down. Okay. And so, and so that's another interesting thing when I say I can't pinpoint all the different ways this show talks about human nature, but it, because I've been through that, like it's very interesting to think about where ideas come from. And especially for people that are the only them that has ever lived. And mm-hmm. I know that everyone's their only them. Mm-hmm. What I mean, but just so left field, so prolific. Prolific, exactly, is the word where you're fucking William Shakespeare. And you're writing back in the whatever fucking days, because I don't remember when that mm-hmm. was, but that you're so good. Why are you so good that early in life that people are still studying you today and like trying to read and duplicate things that you've done and like you've just inspired generation after generation of movie and film and plays? Like why? Like why? Right. Like what is it about how you were able to tap into humanity so long ago that you're still the best yeah. that ever did it. That's crazy. That's fucking weird. Hundreds of years. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I think why they incorporated that in that show that he was getting his inspiration from somewhere else. Uh-huh. Like it was bestowed upon him by these like elder beings. Uh-huh. You know, so it's I like that. Yeah, man. This like shit, that. It's some really cool shit in that yeah. show. So I just say I should say, yeah, that's those are my last words. Go watch Sandman on Netflix. And stick around for a few episodes. They're not long. They're like 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. um, maybe up to like an hour. But stick around until episode five. If you don't fuck with it after episode five, then you can stop watching the show. But yeah, nah, yeah. definitely watch this I show. Am, I am also about to start watching Andor, the Star Wars series. on uh, Star Wars, on Lord Plus. of the Rings, Game of Thrones, hey, whatever, man. Stokes stamped it. All right. Let's go. Episode 137. (laughs) Peace, everybody. Peace.